ready are you to really take that next step as a player? Yeah, a lot more prepared, a lot more prepared. And, and you know, the hardest part is now putting it into a game, and I, I got to be able to do that. And so going into this week, it's applying everything that, you know, he's kind of helped walk us through and being able to watch him and the coaches. Um, how they've handled this offense, you know, I got to be able to handle that efficiently. Good night, and um, it's a long season, like I said, so can't get too high um, or too low. It's got to just be one week at a time. The night yes. is darkest before the dawn, and I shall rise yet again. At least there's something to go to sleep feeling good about with this franchise, I guess, but it's the Jets Way podcast. Jake, Sean, and filling in tonight, we, uh, Got a special guest. We had the call to the bullpen tonight. The producer of the Jetsway podcast, Mr. John Kaywood. And of course, this episode of the Jetsway podcast is brought to you by our good friends over at Underdog Fantasy. You know the drill. Use promo code Jetsway and new customers will be able to get 100% match on their first deposits up to $100. Must be 18 years or older in New York and New Jersey and present. Concerned with your play? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or 1-877-HOPE-NY and visit www.ncpgambling.org. John, it's uh, you're back. I, I think this is the first we spoke to you since uh, you said you wanted Jimmy Garoppolo to be the quarterback of this team. I'm not saying you were right, but <laughs> oh, good God, what a disaster. But hey, how's everyone doing tonight? I'm doing well. I'm, I appreciate you guys having me on. Sean, you're looking great tonight. Jake, as always. Um... Happy to be here, boys. Yeah. So you're doing well despite all the news. So take us through your emotions, because I'm oh, sure. Well, <laughs> you, I, know. you know how I feel about this whole thing. First off, did I not text you? Hey, Jimmy G might not have been a bad option. Like 48 hours after it happened. Yeah, you're right. That 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 didn't make its way on to the uh, the reaction podcast. But I I did tell the guys with Al. Uh, <laughs> that you were trying to console me through the night, but whatever you were doing and whatever anybody was doing uh, was not working. Cause listen, I'm an eternal optimist. Um, I think that Zach more than ever before has a structure around him. He's gone through so much adversity. I'm not saying he's a, he's a King in the making, but can he be serviceable? Can he break the curse of getting us to the playoffs? With this great team, he really doesn't have to do that much. If he throws one bomb a game, like I went back today to look at the last time we played the Cowboys because we're talking, we're looking ahead towards this Cowboys game. A young Sam Darnold throwing a bomb, a 92 yard bomb to a Robbie Anderson. I mean, you know, lightning can strike once or twice a game. And that's really all we need from Zach. We need him to just make the, you know, like, like Robert Sal always says, make the predictable throws, make everything consistently consistent. So that's kind of where I'm at. I mean, you know, I've accepted reality. I think we all have at this point. Um, it was devastating. I'm very. I was gonna actually head to local Boston bar, um, where Jetsway or not Jetsway, but just Jets fan club meets up to watch the games. Decided to hang tight for the night instead, and. Man, I couldn't imagine being amongst a group of people in public when that happened because, man, that was a tough pill to swallow when Aaron went down. But, yeah. John, this is music to my ears. This is what I need to hear right now. Because we just waited the entire offseason for this team for Aaron Rodgers, and it was gone in four snaps. So I'm not going to waste the season away and wait for next year. We still have a good team. We can still win some games. So I'm I'm pumped for Sunday. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you guys, uh, when you guys get back from a uh, happy fantasy, never, never land, let me know. I mean, the fact that we're talking about a quarterback needing to make basic throws in his third year, not exactly the strongest uh, endorsement there for that guy. But let me give you guys, and this is a little bit of a two-parter here, a little story about how I'm feeling right now. So a little programming alert, as we announced on social media on Tuesday, the great Joe Beningo, WFAN, New York radio show legend, will be joining the program to recap week two. And I talked to Joe yesterday on the phone, setting up uh, him, him arriving on the podcast. Very kind of Joe uh, to join us after all these years talking about Joe and uh, grew up listening to Joe as a kid. And we're really looking forward to this. But so we were talking about like, you know, 10 minutes or so. And 
uh, you know, he was like, oh, what's going on? You know, I'm like, well, you know, how can you feel great today, Joe? The season could be over for all the season could be over. Season is likely over. And he goes, bro, he gave me a pep talk of a lifetime. He, he did. He, he really did. He's like, bro, cut this negative shit out now. We got a good football team. That was as gutsy of a win as I've ever seen in over 50 years as a fan. He's like, we got two running backs. We got a star receiver. And this defense is big time. We were, and he did remind me that we were six and one with Zach Wilson as a starting quarterback last year at one point. And then if you really look at it with Brees and AVT in the lineup with, with Zach Wilson, we were six and oh, yeah. we're six, we're six and oh, we were five and oh last year. And then we won last night with, with Zach Wilson. I'm like, uh, I, I hear you, Joe, but <laughs> the Super Bowl, like, uh, the thing is, like, yes, can the and I told these guys this. While I don't think Zach Wilson is a franchise quarterback because there's a lot of evidence that would support my argument, and the fact that these guys were telling me that Carson Wentz isn't an NFL quarterback, but Zach, but Zach Wilson is, uh, I, I don't know where, where that argument's coming from, but um, it is what it is. I've accepted reality now, like you said. I do feel a lot better that Aaron's coming back next year. Rodgers would have retired. My God, I, I, I don't know. I don't think I would have been able to get over it. I, I truly, I truly I don't. don't. Think the, I really don't think the podcast would have continued. I mean, <laughs> as much as we're My, doing well, I don't know. It, I did text you that too. I'm like, uh, dude, I don't know if I can get on here and talk about this. Like, <laughs> it really, it, it, the first time in the, in the near four years of existence of this program, I contemplated closing shop. I really did. <laughs> For, for about like two minutes, I'm like, I don't know, I, I like, how can I get on here and do this without number one cursing or crying? Like, I, <laughs> like really, how can you not? You gotta laugh through the pain. You gotta <laughs> laugh through the yeah. pain. You were laughing during that. No, I was. Of course, I wasn't <laughs> laughing during that. <laughs> no, but it was just you know, like I have a lot of non-jet fan friends. You know, they're poking the bear in the group chat. They're like, haha, this is hysterical, typical Jets. And you almost ride that wave and say, yeah, this is typical Jets, but this is different. We got a a, a freaking 11 got hats getting to the ball on defense, 11 dogs that can stop anybody. You have a two-headed running back monster. I mean, honestly, I love Dalvin Cook. I don't know how much he really wants to be getting handed the ball by Zach Wilson at this point, but he's got the contract, so he's got to run the ball. He looked good in the second half. He did. And I think, I mean, there's been worse quarterbacks to get to the Super Bowl. Uh, no, dude, 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 stop talking I, about the Super Bowl. I'm not, I'm not, no, 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 I'm no. not talking about Super I'm Bowl. I'm cutting you off there. Stop, stop talking right, about Dilfer. Super Bowl. There's Trent worse, there, there, I don't think there's I think I can count off the top of my head in my lifetime. There's been two quarterbacks worse than Zach Wilson to start a game for the Jets in my lifetime. That's it. And and, and more Ooh. so one. Bryce Petty is I, Bryce Petty's worse, I'll give you that. And Greg McElroy. Those are the only two. And I think if McElroy really stuck it out in the league, he could have turned into a quality backup. You're gonna hate this. You're gonna hate this response. But Zach Wilson's ceiling and talent is astronomically more than those two. I don't give a sh- I don't care about ceiling and talent, bro. Like we're on year three, and what does he has to show for it? He has literally. No, you're right. You're right. What, what is he at? He's like 22 and 18 through not even two full years of starting. I might add. The question is, and it's the question we all know: is can Zach do enough? And we'll find out. I mean, it's look, the I'm biggest test that. right now for. I mean. A defense that shut out the New York Giants, who, I mean, people, the New York media was going back and forth, like, what what more of a devastate? I mean, the, the Jets won. They lost Rodgers. We talked about I it. Mean, easily the, easily the, the Giants. The, yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah, I remember when you guys talked about it on the last pod. So, I mean, it's a it's a huge test going, going into uh, Jerry's world on Sunday versus that defense. You know, Micah Parsons is going to be – beelining past Dwayne Brown or whoever. Oh but you know. by the way, what, why is Lyle Collins not on this football team? What, what a joke that is, bro. I mean, this is a starting caliber tackle. It's very simple. Go get Collins, put him at right tackle, put Becton at left tackle, and let's go. This guy, Dwayne Brown, is a turnstile. 38 years old. He's shot. Get rid. I don't care about Dwayne it's been, Brown anymore. It's been one game, Jake. 
We Don't talked all off season about how we can count on him. It's been one game. Well, now what? You know what? Now they can't count on him. He's done. Forget him. I don't want to look at him anymore after what he did. After he, really, Jake, I'm done. He had no training camp. It's been one game. Well, you know, and what? I'm not that's, even a big Dwayne Brown guy. I'm just saying. Hang on, but that's another organizational. As much as I back up Joe Douglas, that's a failure right there. Why was there not more tackle insurance in that training camp? Billy Turner was the best that we could do. I mean, Max Mitchell tackles. Close. Tackles are hard to find. Bro, you're telling me Lyle Collins is out better. there for a reason. That every team needs tackle death. No, Lyle Collins is out there for two for really two reasons. Number one, the Bengals' two tackles right now are worlds better than anything the Jets have to offer with Jonah Williams and Orlando Brown. That's number one. And Lyle Collins is coming off of a torn ACL too. So that's another reason. But when Collins has played, he's done way more in the league than Mackay Becton's ever done. Oh, I mean, listen, I'm not here to rain on Mackay Becton's parade. He finally got through a game. Uh, that's good. Hopefully he gets through more. But if you're telling me that we can count on Brown and Becton for 17 games, you're out of your goddamn mind. You're out of your mind if you can if that, you're saying that. That should have been the mindset going into the season, not after week one. So you agree that it's a failure then in the offseason not to address I, that position? I don't think it's a failure. I think it's maybe an oversight because every team could use tackle death. And obviously we have two guys who are kind of on thin ice you know, with their health. I understand that every team could use tackle depth, but now we have this Disney quarterback starting. Let's just call it how it is. Um, you know, he, he can he move. To the ball. Yeah, he can move, but he hangs on to the ball for too long. And Sean, he doesn't even look at his receivers, bro. Like, yeah, sure, he can move, but as soon as he gets the ball, he runs freaking fifteen yards backwards <laughs> to the right every single time. Like, what are we doing here? I'm you not guys, gonna. I'm not gonna try to convince you that he's good because he ha- he has not shown that he can be good. So. He's not we, just have to hope, we have to hope for the best because that's who they're rolling with. And, and I agree with you. And look, I'm not out there praying that this kid throws like four interceptions just for me to be I love being wrong whenever I'm negative. You guys know that. But we need to call it how it is. I'm not going to sit here like John's doing, talking about the Super Bowl for some. My God. Oh, well, that was just that was just kind of like, you know, rose colored glasses on like best case scenario. That's not happening. But at the same token, you see that. Uh, you know, some mediocre to you know less than good quarterbacks have definitely piloted a team to you know deep runs in the playoffs. Not saying that's where we even are yet. Let's get to let's get past Dallas. Let's get past New England week three. But it's just something to kind of cool the nerves of saying you know. And I'm not saying you're saying like throw the whole season away, but at the same time, let's see what you know what can snowball here for Zach if he puts a good week this week against a great defense that's building confidence he came in in relief big spot on monday night football the whole world is watching you he didn't he didn't he didn't kill him kill the team he didn't he didn't shoot himself in the foot he he made two or three good throws he did enough he has to do and honestly you can add a third person to that uh worst quarterback below zach wilson if we ever see tim boyle in the game Tim Boyle didn't deserve that strand. He didn't start. Hang on. He didn't start. No, I'm not saying – I'm saying if we ever if. have to see him. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know about that. Boyle can throw underneath. That's all I know. <laughs> no, no, oh, no, no, you laugh. In the preseason, Boyle uh, – bro, you laugh. In the preseason, Zach did not look that much better. It was debatable who looked better, honestly. I would almost rather – Yeah, I would almost rather try and sign Bailey Zappi off the practice, the Patriots back to squad. At that point. No, well, Zapp, I think he, Zappi's the backup now because Corral is, is gone. But anyway, let, let, give, let me give you guys a couple uh, little remarks before we talk about the Cowboy game, all right? Number one, look, the fan base does – you know, the, I'm not out there rooting against the kid. You know, I'm not, I'm not throwing things at him like that guy did with the water bottle. That was terrible. Yeah, um, no, you know, I'm not tweeting at him. That. I'm not talking to his mom. We're simply talking about the confidence level in this kid. Like, yeah, I'm going to be rooting the kid on uh, on Sunday. Uh, when we're there, yeah, sure, I'm going to be rooting the kid on again. The Cheering somebody on and analyzing their performance are two totally different things here. The fan base does. Like, it would be cool if the fan base gave him, like, a standing ovation to kind of boost his confidence. But you see what I'm saying here? Like, the whole team needs to, like, go up to him and, like, boost his confidence up and stuff like that. Like, that's who you're confident in as an organization? Like. Come on, man. Like, it, come on. Like, what are we doing here, guys? Just think about what we're saying and where we need everything to be perfect and we just need him not to screw it up. And you can't tell me that there's guys that are not on the team that could not be a better option than him. Like, 
if Mike White was the was the quarterback, this is another organizational failure right here. I said it to these guys last week. Teddy Bridgewater was sitting out there all summer. How did they not bring this guy in when we knew that we were playing a 39-year-old quarterback behind this terrible offensive line who, you know, maybe it could get better, but we have a left tackle who didn't practice, and we have another right tackle who hasn't played in, God knows, in two years, basically. Mm-hmm. We didn't bring in a contingency plan. This kid should have been the third-string quarterback behind Teddy Bridgewater or even Mike White. They should have paid up and brought Mike White back. I, I'd much rather, good God, what I would do to have Mike White be leading this team right now. What did just, you, you can go, John? Yeah, and I mean, just wanted to put a button on because your point too before about the lack of tackle depth. I think that just goes back to the draft, and you know that them kind of not being able to pick one of the tackles and having to ultimately go defensive line again. I think it might stem back to that kind of yep. where they were really putting all their eggs in that basket. So. You know, just to put a button on that, I think that's where they were really get, gunning for that tackle position. They didn't what, really want what, to invest what too back much more quarterback, money. What, what was the excuse there? Let me tell you something. We talked the whole offseason if what happens if Aaron goes down? It's doomsday. It was always doomsday if, if, if Aaron went down. There wasn't a great yeah, we, we, we contingency expect, plan out there. Sean, we didn't expect the defense to look this good on Monday night. We, we there's, there's no way. We thought the defense could be very good. Now, you everybody didn't, thought it could forced, be very good. They forced four turnovers, bro. Like they, they that's not two in the last like eight games last year. Four is definitely not going to happen, like every game. But everybody knew this defense had very, very high potential. Not, not, and that's good. true. Not this good. It they, was they, one game. It was one game. But this defense can be very good, like number one in the league. Good. Absolutely. Well, not if they're out there ninety percent of the time. But, but. I you didn't expect it. You didn't expect Brees Hall to look this good coming back off of an ACL surgery. Fantastic. You, you didn't expect. I'm telling you, bro. Like, it was certainly no, possible. They needed if this team had an NFL level quarterback right now, they'd be a playoff team. And Teddy Bridgewater. I, I think. And Teddy Bridgewater is an NFL quarterback. Mike White, say what you want about him, he's an NFL quarterback. What's the ceiling with Teddy? With Teddy Bridgewater, they make the playoffs. What's the ceiling with Zach Wilson? Playoffs. I, I, That's absolutely the ceiling. They lost six games in a row last year, bro. The whole team was wearing a freaking T-shirt of another guy. The roster's good. He can find a way to win games. The roster no was gonna fine be, last no one, year. No one's making Tim Boyle shirts this year. I can guarantee you. <laughs> you no you guys gonna. laugh at Boyle. All I know is Boyle can throw underneath. And we all want Zach to throw it long. So what is... I don't want happen? him, but I want him to throw it underneath. I want him to be a professional quarterback. Like, I want him to stay in the pocket, step up like he did to Lazard. I, really, when he made that throw to Lazard in his second series, I think it was, I was like, wow, maybe the kid learned something. He st- he, the pressure was coming, stood tall, delivered a dot. It's that in there it. somewhere. He showed it. It's in there somewhere. He showed it one time. He showed it one time. He made, he made, a, he made a professional throw. Once, even the throw to Garrett Wilson was low. That was a good spot. He put it in a good spot. He's going to get hit. Oh my God! You got Jake. We're not, we're not here bro, trying like, to convince you we, that what are we, is good. We're, we're, we're applauding uh, a guy for making two NFL level throws. I'm just happy that we we won the game. He didn't play I'm happy great. They won, but but we we need to talk objectively about this quarterback, bro. He's like, not good. He just has to find a way. Should they should, so in your opinion, they should not bring in any quarterbacks. They should just rock with Zach. No, they should. Well. No, they should definitely bring yeah, in a veteran. Yeah. Who, definitely who, who, better but in. who would you bring in? Not Carson Wentz or who, like why why should they not bring Carson Wentz in? I don't know who the option should be, honestly. How is it not Carson? Carson Wentz is the best available quarterback right now. I'm not talking Dude, about Dude, he's out there for a reason. He's not good. Oh my God. Bro. I would love to trade for Jameis Winston. That that would be the dream. Why why are you but, applauding Jameis Winston and not Carson Wentz? They had a similar year last year. He can throw bombs and he can move. I like Jameis. So can Car- Carson Wentz can move too. I don't trust him. I don't trust those legs. Yeah, Jameis can't really like move that well either. Have I you ever think... seen him do those hip drills? He looks like he moves good. <laughs> yeah. Wentz has gotten ran off of every team he's ever been on. Now, Jameis is a he... good good guy. And I guarantee you, if you ask the Colts, uh, go ask Frank Reich if he wished he had Carson Wentz as his quarterback last year. He'd probably still have a job in Indianapolis. Perhaps you're right. But I think someone made the point last week. They tried no to one, get Brett Rippon today. No one's training their backup after one week. So 
I think Jameis is an option maybe down the road if Zach really uh, does a uh, horrific. Yeah, I would rather just like uh, Jameis is just not inspiring to me. If you're going to go make a trade, go go get go get Kirk Cousins. If if the Vikings spiral out of control, move the needle. If you're going to go trade assets away, that's that, that's my final remark there. But uh, Brett Rippin, I, I, people laugh and say, you know, Brett, I would have been happy with Rippin. Really, if he was the backup, I would have been happy. The guy knows the offense, and the guy can look. The guy can throw underneath. Like, that's the standard. That's what we need out of our quarterback is to throw underneath and don't throw the ball away to the other team so we can control the clock and win the turnover battle. Because I don't know if you guys saw this. The Jets are 8-2 and two under Robert Sala when they win the turnover battle. And the Jets have won 12 games under Robert Sala. So eight of the 12 games, they've won the turnover battle. Just take that to the bank. So I think looking ahead to this weekend, I think, like you're saying, time of possession is going to be key. And I think... Zach holding onto the ball, Brees holding onto the ball, you know, these guys not coughing it up. That's going to be key. I think they have to cause a few, a little bit of ruckus in that pocket, maybe get a strip sack on Dak. And that's kind of the recipe they're going to have to cook up to win in, in uh, Jerry's world, in my opinion. Yeah, I definitely agree. They're going to need a complete game out of all, all three phases there. Dak, does not scare me. Hopefully we can force some turnovers and, you know, he's got to make the right plays on offense, which that is too to be determined. Yeah, Jets defense is going to show up. I, I have a strong feeling, and I do think the team will play inspired this year to, to win for Aaron Rodgers. I, I definitely think he's on the back of their mind. And this whole notion of Aaron Rodgers being around the team, I got news for you guys. Aaron Rodgers is not going to be around this freaking team, and that's no fault and no indictment on Aaron Rodgers. I don't know. You, you really think so? Oh, oh my God. I think Dude. maybe later on. Nah, later in a couple months. Yeah, I don't yeah, think well, so, yeah. dude. You you hear it all the time from players is when they go on IR for like a serious injury like that, they're not around the team. They're rehabbing. Like Aaron Rodgers can't get on a plane right now. Like he'll like you physically cannot get on a plane after an injury like that. Like you can clot yeah. and that'll be re- like he's not going to be around the team, bro. He's he's rehabbing for one or two last hurrahs in the league. Like this is his legacy on the line. He's going to be committed to rehab, and Lord knows he's probably not even going to rehab here. He'll probably go back to California eventually and, and rehab there. Look, Aaron Rodgers needs to do whatever he needs to do to get ready for next year because next year it's about the freaking Super Bowl again because this, this – really, next year is the year for this team. It sucks to say. It sucks to think that the next 16 weeks we can't dream big, but it's the reality of things. Hopefully this team can show that they are truly a quarterback away still Next year, they have plenty of money to spend. They'll have their first-round pick. It sucks. I'm, I'm not saying it doesn't. and I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to flush this season down the tubes, but that's the reality of the situation. So that's what I want Aaron Rodgers to be doing. But uh, getting back to Dallas, the, what this team needs, if they're throwing the football more than 27 times, they're not going to win. There's, there's no way. And 27 might be a high number. Like They might need to throw it like 20 times if they really want to win this game. This team needs to run the ball. Give Brees Hall his 15 to 20 carries. Get Dalvin Cook 15 to 20 carries. 30 carries minimum. And another thing that I want to point out, that this coaching staff has never – they don't use this kid correctly. I'm, I've always said that. Is that right, Sean, on this program? They, they've they never used him correctly. Where is an RPO for this kid? Let him design some quarterback runs. He's a pretty good athlete. He can move. We've seen it. Remember his rookie year against the Jaguars. He had that great run. In the preseason, he had a great run against the Bucs. Get this kid out of the pocket. Let, let him run. He's What are we doing here? I get it. Maybe last year, in the beginning, he's coming off the knee, the knee injury. But th- this kid needs to run. If he is going to have any fighting chance to produce in this league, he needs to be able to move his legs. Why can't we use him like the Giants use Daniel Jones? As soon as the Giants unlock Daniel Jones' legs, he looked like a pretty competent quarterback. Well, I don't think Daniel Jones is as good as maybe the media perceives him to be. I think he's a pretty good quarterback at the absolute ceiling. But this kid needs to be used in a similar way if you're the Jets coaching staff. So I want to see that on Sunday. And I and I think they were onto something with the three tight end looks because if they really want to play smash mouth football and run the ball, they got to go with the three tight end personnel so they can add extra blockers on that offensive line. And Jeremy Rucker, shout out to him. He did a great job on Monday night. He, he laid some huge blocks especially on that Brees Hall, uh, what was it, like a 60-yard run or something like that from the end zone? And, of course, we don't score in typical Jet fashion, but we still won. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so that, that's what I want to see, particularly on offense, because I know this defense is going to step up, and, and they're going to – and the Cowboys are dealing with injuries on that offensive line too. 
So something to keep an eye. Old friend Chuma Idoga is going to be starting on Sunday. <laughs> we, we we know how that movie ends. I think we can go to uh, and maybe I'll put on a put out a graphic for this as the producer. But uh, underdog fantasy seal of approval by me. Take we're going to take the over on Zach's rushing yards because I think you're right. I think he's gonna he's gonna be moving. He's gonna be moving and grooving. I think they're gonna finally. You know, he's going to be taking the first first quarterback reps, first team reps this week. Nate Hackett is going to build a little bit of a program that wasn't in place, obviously, on Monday night because, you know, you didn't see those things. So I think there's a strong chance what you're saying, Jay, comes to fruition. They have they have to do that. I, I'm going to be so infuriated if they don't. I think they will because, like, like John just said, it's a uh... – Nate Hackett's first week game planning for Zach, so they better get creative. Yeah, I do think Hackett's a better fit for Wilson. I think truly LaFleur might have shattered this kid's confidence last year. I could see LaFleur being very rough around yeah. the edges, um, a little bit like his brother. He came from Kyle Shanahan as well, and you know Kyle Shanahan is very rough around the edges, particularly with the quarterback position. Maybe Roger uh, – Roger, oh, I wish. Um, maybe Wilson – Need, needs a guy like Hackett that's just kind of like a, a companion of sorts, a guy that's not going to get too down on him, not going to really rub him the wrong way. Maybe that's what the kid needs to to, to boost his confidence. But um, I, I'm curious to see what this play calling is like on Sunday. I didn't love when when Roger when, oh, did it again. When Wilson got in the game, we're calling passing plays, and we go out of an empty formation as soon as he gets in the game. What the hell was that all about? But we'll see, boys. I, I am uh, – I hope I'm. I, I really hope that this kid can play a little bit. Uh, I really, it, it would go a long way. I, I don't want to just go through 16 weeks just praying for next year already. If the kid can play, oh well, I I I will be pleasantly surprised. Oh well, you must be happy. Wow. Break the drought. Oh well. <laughs> well, oh, well. If you oh, can well. play, I guess so. Look, if they're playing the first round playoff game, oh well. Well, well, listen, listen, guys. If they break the drought, yes, we, we'd obviously be happy. But if you're pop corks, me, pop corks, because then next year with a real quarterback, you can think about the Super Bowl. But yes, you don't have to get over that hump, that hump of getting to the actual playoffs. Well, well, John, let me tell you this though: you're you're going to tell me you're not going to be sitting there saying what if? Of course, <laughs> of course, the whole season, every game we lose by a touchdown, I'm going to say what if? But like. I got news life, for you guys. You can't do life about what ifs. So let, let me ask you guys. You guys think this kid's going to play well on Sunday? Well. What's all a well? That, and you don't even oh. know. You definitively? Come on. No. But, I don't know. I but what's a well stat line? Yeah. I, if we win the game, it's well. Yeah, just, just find a way to win. Just oh. find a way. All right. Don't but look, lose the game. Obviously, obviously you want to win. I'm not even going off of a stat line here. I need to see a, a, a genuine understanding of playing a position. That's no, you're right. Like, like that's how that, it, second overall pick in the draft in his third <laughs> year. We're, we're we're just saying we we need to see him understand how to play quarterback. I mean, and make guys, the easy throws, <laughs> guys. And like Salah, I look. And this is another reason why you don't believe anything Salah says. I remember I told that to Al when he was on. At, I remember Salah's definitive. Zach's the guy. Well, what are you trying to go get Brett Rippin for then off the practice squad for uh, a backup? For the back, bro. Boyle's no backup. I got new. I got. I got news for you guys, bro. If they would have got Rippin, and this kid would have faltered, they weren't going to do what they did last year when they should have turned to Mike White earlier. Rippin would have been starting sooner than later. And this, this is a game. And regardless of how much you hope and how much you pray, if there's a game for Zach to go sideways, this is certainly a game. And and as again, we're fans first, but speaking objectively here. This is a horrific matchup for Zach Wilson making his first start, albeit maybe his second start, but this is a tough matchup with Dallas. That pass rush, Micah Parsons coming in like a heat-seeking missile. You got you got uh, Demarcus Lawrence. You got guys on that front seven, and also two outstanding corners with uh, uh, Gilmore and, of course, Trayvon Diggs. This is going to be a tough, tough matchup for Zach Wilson. There's no other way to slice it. You can't be running 40 yards backwards again. It's not going to work this time around. 
it's a great test. It's a great test. You're not going to go up against a cupcake team, cupcake defense that, you know, you can get delusional again. You can start saying, hey, we're going to run through this division. We're going to win the division because, you know, you just saw what Zach did. This is an incredible test for the young man to see, all right, buddy, you had a great offseason. You have a great mentor now. You're, you're idol. You're, you're the guy you had a poster in your room of is your tutor now. He's not going to be around. He, wait, hold He's on. texting. That's they're texting. They're not texting. He got, he got an offseason with him at least. He got an offseason with him, but that's garbage, bro. That can't be part of your argument why you think that this kid can succeed. I don't want to hear that, Rob. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. No. I, le- I wasn't saying that. I wasn't saying that. I'm just saying it's a great test this weekend. He's going against one of the best, other best defenses in the league. In a, Away from home. Let's see what you can do. If you can do a great game this weekend, let's come back and let's put it on the New England Patriots' throats because they're they're their offense. That that's not. A I mean, thing. they yeah. better win. I don't it care. Just, I don't care who's playing quarterback. It just sucks for Zach. He literally got like a couple minutes in the first game to watch Aaron play, and Aaron really didn't do anything, and not he's thrown to the fire. He got seventy-two <laughs> seconds. He's thrown to the fire immediately. So it's 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 a real tough spot yeah, for him. You, well, Sean, you're right. You almost feel bad for the kid. That's why they should yeah. have had another another quarterback. But it was a great learning moment. And honestly, I don't think there's ever going to be a scenario where Zach is more anxious and nervous. And you, you hope, yeah. you hope that the you hope the kid can play with some confidence next week. All right, yeah. they Build. came back. They won the game. I, I still don't think he played particularly well. But you know what? The team, the team looks like they are behind him. The, the same guys that were wearing Mike Effin white shirts last year seem to be behind the guy right now. You hope that that can establish some type of confidence. I'm just looking for anything of positive going into this game because, they again, they don't match up particularly well, especially up front on offense uh, with that Dallas pass rush. But you hope that some type of confidence is there for the kid that might not have been there going into that Buffalo game. You hope. Maybe that was like a career turning moment for the kid where he can he can hack it in the league. Obviously, like this delusion. Oh my God, I got to get to this. Did did anyone see this nonsense on, on Twitter and then uh, with Pro Football Talk when they were like, uh, uh, "What if Zach Wilson plays good this year? Is he going to be the quarterback next year over Rodgers? What are we do- guys? St- we got to stop. <laughs> like, th- stop being delusional, guys. You know, you hope the kid doesn't. It- it's like most. One of my old college baseball coaches would always tell us, try not to suck. That that's that's essentially what we're asking Zach to do. You know, if it doesn't work, maybe deadline comes and we can trade for like um Kyle Trask and stop. really just ride away. <laughs> stop, stop. All right, yeah, we're not we're, I think maybe Trask I, is more of an honestly, like uh, you know, I don't know. I haven't seen Trask play in the league yet, so we don't know. He's he's got a. What were you gonna say, Sean? I was gonna say I think the players are kind of like the fans here. Like they're behind Zach because they're not just gonna throw the season away after one game. They're one and zero. Yes, this team has a lower, a lot lower ceiling than without Aaron Rodgers and with him. But you have sixteen more games to play. And and again, I do think that this team wants to win for Rodgers. I I do. Yeah. I I think that does go into it. I don't think he'll be around too much. Look, I hope he is, but, and again, I don't care if he's around much. I want him to get ready uh, for the prize, and that is next season. I just want to transition before uh, we head out here. There's one particular voicemail we have to play. Um, Again, the voicemail's here, 631-800-3909. Leave a voicemail, uh, call into the show, and uh, it can be featured on uh, the week's program. we got to get to our pal Donnie. Uh, I've been talking to Donnie. A little bit this week, uh, him and I are of the uh, a little bit of the same belief, I would say, with with, uh, with where things land here. So uh, l- let's get to Donnie's voicemail, and uh, yeah, we'll go from there. What's up, guys? It's Donnie. Uh, first of all, big congrats again, Beningo. That's going to be a hysterical listen, especially after the Cowboys kick our ass on Sunday. And second of all, uh, I, I can't believe the delusion from this fan base that's going on right now. I mean, I joined these space. And it just makes my head spin. These same people that wanted Zach gone six days ago said if you told them he was playing the rest of the season, would be miserable. Now all of a sudden have convinced themselves 
that this guy is somewhat a good quarterback. He played okay. He's going to learn, blah, blah, blah. So I know Jake agrees with me. <laughs> I want to see what you guys think about that. And uh, let's go Jets, but it's not looking bright until we replace this guy. Well, thank you, Donnie. Uh, always uh, appreciate the support of the show, number one, first and uh, foremost. All the love, as uh, as one would say. But, guys, I, I don't think there's much for me to really elaborate on here, so I'm just going to hear your guys' reaction right now. I'm curious. Um, you know what? We all experienced some trauma on Monday night, and you want to look for, you know, when when the Titanic was sinking, people wanted to get in a lifeboat. They didn't want to. They didn't want to float on a door. They didn't want to drown in the water. That's nice. And You're comparing us to the freaking Titanic. But go ahead, continue. Well, I mean, that was a Titanic. <laughs> Preach. I mean, Titanic, and you said trauma. Try freaking almost life-ending trauma. Stop yeah. it. Preach, K. Wood. <laughs> I'm just saying. And I'm just using, uh, you know, analogies here. So the nearest lifeboat is Zach Wilson. And we're going to make sure that the air's in it. And we're, you know, we're making sure we're paddling it. And we're like, yeah, like this can get us some, some, to land possibly. Like, I think that's just what a lot of fans that Donnie's saying are delusional are just trying to, you know, make some lemons out of lemonade. This is some pretty sour lemonade and we're drinking it. I'm not loving it. I wish there was some sugar. I wish there was some check downs that could be made. But that's just the reality of the situation. So I understand what Donnie's saying completely. But, you know, we got a long season to go. If this was week 10, I could see us saying, all right, I'll just go watch hockey now or I'll just go watch football or basketball now. But we've invested so much. We've been invested hard on watching all that. We've invested so much. Let's let's keep riding it and see how far this, you know, um, lifeboat can take us. You know, Donnie, I don't think this was a bad call whatsoever because there are a lot of delusional fans on Jets Twitter. I'm honestly not a fan of Jets Twitter, to be honest, because there's a dead. Hold on, you're, there's you're a lot really of bad things. With Jets Twitter. Well, you, you, but hang on, he, he's referring to you. No, as no, delusional too. no. There's some delusional people that think Zach's gonna ball out. I have never said that. Yeah, never. I, I well, well, Sean, my. I, I, with all due respect here, I think thinking that Carson Wentz isn't an NFL quarterback and thinking Zach Wilson kind of is, is is pretty preposterous. If Jake, Wentz isn't on a team for a reason. Well, hang on. He's not, I he doesn't have a job. If, if Carson Wentz could be a backup for a team, I'm sure teams would take him as a backup. But the guy wants to play. Like, that's why he's not on a team right now is that there are teams where, look, bro, you can't tell me that Josh Dobbs is starting for a team and not Carson Wentz. Like, there are teams knowing that there is a crown jewel in the draft. There's really two crown jewels in the draft, and that's definitely playing into their strategy heading into this year. Wentz has done plenty of losing himself. Plenty. What, what do you mean plenty of losing? With, with the Colts, they were a game away from the playoffs. Like, sure, last year with the Washington Commanders, he didn't win. but uh, And the Cardinals, he's going to win with the Cardinals? Well, I'm, but, but Sean, but that's besides the point here. I'm telling you, you're saying that Carson Wentz isn't in the league for a reason. I'm giving you that reason, is that he wants to start, and there are teams that have younger options that they either just drafted or they're tanking, glorifyingly. I don't blame teams for taking a younger option over Wentz because we know what Wentz is. We know what Wentz is, and what Wentz is, it's better than Zach Wilson. Wentz is jobless, but let me get back to Donnie. Jobless. Bro, I got news for you. Is, 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 I, in all seriousness, if Zach Wilson doesn't play well this year, you know where he's going to be in two years? Doing tax papers, for, for all we know. Or honestly, he's pretty well off as it is, but, uh, you know. Um, rightfully so. Rightfully so. But still, like, you can't knock Carson Wentz. What the Jets should be doing right now is Carson Wentz should be on the practice squad, learning the playbook this week, and then next week, if this Disney quarterback is not performing against the Patriots like he did twice last year, and they should have went to Mike White, not once but twice last year, then you could have inserted him into the lineup because all we needed was a freaking professional quarterback against the Patriots last year, and you know where we would have been? The playoffs last year. That's what they should be doing right now. So Donnie's right, and it, it, look, the delusion with this kid is it, I, I really think he's talking more about if – like. Donnie doesn't think we're, we're a playoff team, probably. Like, I hope we are, but you the the odds are so stacked against this kid right now, more than you guys know. Really, if he leads this team to the playoffs, 
it would probably be the biggest turnaround like I've ever seen from a quarterback. We all watched the team last year. We know what he stacked up against. We're not we're not going to be surprised if he sucked. Hang on, we watched the team last year, but that's not really like an endorsement of the kid. Like this team lost. Six I'm not endorsing him. He's played he played terrible last year. <laughs> so why shouldn't he play terrible? Like I'm not saying he isn't. I'm I'm agreeing with Donnie. We cannot be delusional. I'm not saying he's going to ball out. If you think Zach is going to ball out on Sunday, you need to be checked into a facility. Okay, but what, well, when will you realize that Carson Wentz is better than him is the real question. <laughs> <laughs> John, do you think Carson Wentz is better than than, uh, than Zach Wilson? Um, probably. Me, hang on. But probably. Give, me what, give me one good reason why Carson Wentz is not on the practice squad of this team right now learning the playbook. Because he wants the starting job, no matter what. Well, he's not going to – well, now now he realizes he needs to learn the offense before he gets inserted into the lineup. That's – that's okay. – that, that, look, I think if you, told the, if you told Carson Wentz, look, and this is behind closed doors because their actions speak louder than words. Like, they were trying to get Rippon in this week, and I got news for you. Brett Rippon is a backup lower tier. He's the same tier of starter as Zach Wilson, in my opinion. <laughs> the numbers would back that up. If you told Carson Wentz, look, we're going to get you in here this week. You're going to learn the playbook. And then if this kid plays like he did last year, the leash is short. You're in. He'd be here right now. Without question. Mm-hmm. No, that's fair. No, I guess you're right. I mean, I just, I'd rather spend like a, like a mid-rounder. But, but you're not getting anyone for a mid-rounder, bro. No one's trading their insurance policy right now. For, like we talked about. I no, know, I know. That. It's it's not going to be right now, but I don't think. I just don't think the season. It's tough where the trade deadline is. It's like, but week, even the trade eight. deadline, you get a kid in here. We talk about not knowing the playbook, even though I still think that might be a load of crap. But still, like, if we're going to talk about a guy not knowing the offense, and we're going to gloat about how Zach Wilson knows the offense, if you wait till the trade deadline, you're really given like a week or two for a guy to learn the system. Whereas if you brought in a guy now, like Carson Wentz. By the time Zach falls flat on his face, he's going to know the freaking playbook, and you can insert him, and you won't have to change the offense either because Carson Wentz is a similar quarterback to what – I'm not saying he's anywhere near Aaron Rodgers, but he's the same you know, type of guy as Zach, Aaron Rodgers. Like, the guy can move a little bit. He's got a big arm. He can make a few plays. You can really rise all you want about Carson Wentz. All I know is that the guy's 38 and 16 over the last two years, and then the year before last year with the abysmal Washington Commanders, he was 27 and 7. So – let me know when Zach Wilson is ever a 27 and 7 guy in this league because that's highly unlikely. What's the ceiling with Wentz? The ceiling with Wentz is a greater chance to make the playoffs. Wentz started seven games last year, played in eight, threw 11 touchdowns, nine interceptions. Okay. Yeah. That was with the terrible commander team. I, I think this Jets team is a lot better. What about with the Colts when the Colts had a strong defense and a strong running game? And a, and a good young receiver, Michael Pittman. How did he do? He went 27 and 7. And yep. then in 2020, with the Philadelphia Eagles, what did he okay. do? Started but 12 year, games. Hey, hang on, hang on. 16 hang touchdowns, on. 15 interceptions. If you really, if you want to go back to the Eagles, I can tell you that he was the MVP at one point in the league. So, and Zach Wilson will never be the MVP. We're not getting that far back towards the, the, the you know, with Doug Peterson and the Eagles. And that year was a, a abysmal year for the Eagles with Doug Peterson. There was more stuff going on there than probably Carson Wentz. But, I'm going back to the most recent good year that he had, and that was Zach Wilson's rookie year, where Zach Wilson didn't play good. Carson Wentz was 27 and seven. If Carson Wentz would have won one of those two games at the end of that year, he would probably still be in Indianapolis right now, Frank Reich. And now he doesn't have a job. Doesn't have, but I'm giving you. You're not listening, bro. Like I've given you reasons. I'm listening. I just disagree. The reasons why he doesn't have a job is not because he's not good enough to play in the league. It's he wants to start and teams don't want him to start because they have a different direction than, oh, then let's just try to be middle of the pack with Carson Wentz. Like, teams are not like the Jets. This is a different circumstance where we have all the pieces in place. We just need an NFL-caliber quarterback like Carson Wentz to lead the charge for this team to make the playoffs as a stepping stone to next year. That's all we're asking for. Like, that's we're in a different position than the entire league, essentially, right now. What I'm saying is... If a player is good enough to be on an NFL roster, he is. And oh, I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying Wentz that's, is that bad, but exactly. that's the reality of the situation. Dude, you're telling me that every single He's not on a team. In the league, 
Every single quarterback no. better than Carson Wentz? No. And he still doesn't have a job. And he still doesn't have a job. Come on, bro. Like that's, that's Jake, when it comes down to it, I'm not saying Wentz is that bad, but, this, but he doesn't on, have a job for a reason. When, it, when this kid goes out there on, on Sunday and he, and he looks horrible, like let's just say he goes out there and looks horrible, you're telling me they shouldn't look at, look at other options like Carson Wentz next week? They should just be looking at options right now. But you've never given me one, bro. Like you, you're telling me trade for guys that's unrealistic. Like who are you looking at right now that could be an improvement over Wilson? I'm not looking for an improvement over over him in week two. I'm looking for a veteran backup right now. Okay, like who though? Like uh, who? You Ripping wouldn't be bad. No, Ripping would definitely wouldn't be bad. Okay, is Chad. You think Chad Henney is is a? I don't good, think that's great. I mean, they definitely need a veteran though. Got to find one. I don't hate that. Why would you want those guys that are not better than Carson? Like, I don't understand like the logic behind that. Like, you don't want to affect because you gotta ride Wilson it. out right now. You have to ride Wilson out right now. Okay, I'm fine with. And with if he's terrible, there. get someone in here. I know, but why not get someone in here now so they can learn the playbook? I want someone in here now. I want someone in here now. But why not Carson Wentz though? Like, why not him? You just said he wants to start. He wants to start, but he re- dude Carson Wentz realizes he's not going to come in off the street right now and start for a team. He realizes that he might have to stick it out as a backup with the starter with the short lease, like like Zach Wilson, learn the offense, and when it's time. And the, the team doesn't want to waste any more time. It'll be Carson Wentz's time. That's why right now is the appropriate time. Not two weeks from now, if the kid's falling flat on his face. It's now. And I'm not saying bring Carson Wentz in off the street and start him this week against Dallas. It's get him in here, learn the playbook, and if the kid's going south, boom, there you go. Insert Carson Wentz so you don't waste. Like You're burning off two more weeks if the kid doesn't play well. Have him here as a good insurance policy. You can't tell me a better insurance policy than that guy right now. You can't. You just can't. If not, if not Wentz, then who? For you? Um, you know, th- it's not Cam Newton. That that was. It, it's not Matt Ryan. It's not Joe Flacco. Honestly, like I don't love it. Uh, I I mentioned his name on the podcast. I think PJ Walker would be fine. He he's on a practice squad. I I liked what I saw from him last year. I would I I, I that would be like pretty much like my last resort. Um. I wouldn't hate giving Boyle a look if it, if push comes to shove, but I would probably go with Walker. Um, I would look at maybe Case Keenum, who's a third string quarterback for the Texans. You could probably get him for next to nothing because he's a third stringer. It's not like he's their insurance policy, and I'm sure they wouldn't mind tanking either this year. Although they don't have a first round pick, so that wouldn't work. Um, a, a guy like that, I, I'm just trying to think of third stringers across the league. Like, not a lot of teams really carry three quarterbacks where maybe like Nick Mullins, I believe he's a third string guy too. That's not really too inspiring, but I think like Walker or Keenum would probably be my next two guys of ripping off the board. But yeah, the street, the street free agents, forget them. If, if it's not Carson Wentz, then I, I don't want Matt Ryan or I don't want any of those guys. It's it's either Wentz or nobody from the street or Colt McCoy. I forgot about Colt McCoy. Yeah. I'd probably go with him as my next best option. He was in a camp. I love Taylor Heineke. Well, Heineke's a backup, though, and you can see a world where Heineke gets put into that lineup with, with Ritter throwing for, what, like 100 yards last week? Like, I mean, they, yeah. they want Heineke. They want to see – I mean, they want – Heineke's the future of Atlanta Falcons. Well, well, no, like, if, if if Ritter goes out there and he falters, and Atlanta's a little bit of a similar team to the Jets where they have a dynamite rushing attack, they have two really good weapons in the past game, they, their defense is much improved. Like, and they're in a division that's very winnable. They can turn to Taylor Heineke. They're not going to get rid of him. They forget Taylor Heineke. He's not an option. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm just looking at their upcoming schedule. I mean, uh, after Green Bay this week, it goes Detroit, Jacksonville. Terrible. Yeah. I mean, I don't Division's know. terrible, John. I, I know. I'm just saying. If we get to week eight and they're one in one in seven. Hang on. But let me get back to the Sean before we wrap up here. How about, how about Colt McCoy? Would that would that be it, it, why not bring Colt McCoy in right now? What's the problem with that? He was in a There's camp. Not, I want a veteran backup in here yesterday. That's not but, the that's not the issue with me. You're not, but you listen, other than like Rippin, you're not giving me any names. Like, how about Colt McCoy? Like if they signed yes, Colt McCoy yes. Right now. yesterday, signed him yesterday. Okay, but not Carson Wentz. No. I'm out. I don't know, man. So I'm other out. than Colt, other than Colt, it's either Colt McCoy or like you'd rather have Chad Henney than Carson Wentz. Dude, I don't think once has anything left. He's much better than what's available, bro. 
That and, and I'm not I wouldn't hate it, but it sounds like you want once to start. I want I Wentz. Hate I, Wentz no, in here. I never said I want Wentz to start. I said I it want, sounds. I, I said I simply want the kid on the practice squad to learn the offense, and then if the kid is not playing well, don't waste the season. Put Carson Wentz in. I, I don't think that's like unreasonable, or that's like hating on Zach Wilson. That's me wanting to cover the tracks of the team, so we don't have another throwaway season like the last thirteen goddamn years with this franchise. That's that's all I'm saying. I don't think it's unreasonable. I just don't see them doing it. Well, I don't know why, but Carson Wentz just feels like Joe Flacco Jr. Yeah, Wait, that's bull. Hang on, that's that's ridiculous. Joe Flacco couldn't move. Carson Wentz can move. I've seen those he, knee braces. I can he? I don't know. I don't know. Car, car, I, listen, Carson Wentz uh, on crutches can move better than Joe Flacco. Honestly, I think either uh, the three of us can move better than Joe Flacco. No Flacco. Well, yeah, no flat, yeah, of no. course. But, but you, you, you guys are dis- – dude, I, I'm telling you, if Carson Wentz goes to a team this year and he gets thrust in, he starts games, and he looks pretty good, just good God. just You guys might want to call in sick for the day for the podcast. That's that's all I'm saying. I'll write my doctor's note. <laughs> good God. Well, hopefully they go out there and win this week. Um, you know. It's going to be a good matchup. going to be a good matchup. going to be something – a test. Exactly. A test but, for this team, their fortitude. Could I see a world where they win? 100%. Yes, there is a world. I, I gave you the world where they win. It's 20 to 25 passes. Got to run the ball about 30 plus times. And, and the defense needs to force at least two turnovers. And they'll be in the game if all that happens. Doable. No, well, you know, well, that's why they play the game. So any given Sunday, hey boys. Hopefully. Oh, hopefully they win. I would love to be 2-0 heading into that Patriot game. And, you know, when someone brought up the division, I'll tell you this. I'll, I'll tell you this much, guys. If this team's going to win the division, they got to beat the Patriots twice. And you know what? You go in there and you beat Buffalo in November, we can talk about We can discuss the division because I, I think this team matches up. I know Miami's got a lot of firepower, but... Jets defense is pretty good. I want to see Miami, and I and there's no slight to Miami. They played terrific last week. I want to see Miami against a team that really plays defense before I start putting them in with the freaking air raid offense and like with the Chiefs with Tyreek. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to see them against a team that can really play defense, like the Jets. I don't know who the, what their schedule looks like, but the Chargers do not have a good defense. Like you know, well this will be interesting though this week with the Patriots. That's a really good test going to New England against that against uh, Bill Belichick. So we'll see what the Dolphins look like this week. But one could only hope, boys. One could only hope. Anybody got anything left? <laughs> Any closing remarks before we embark on week two? Find a way. Find a way. Find a way. What an impressive uh, win this would be for this Jet coaching staff to go in there and win. But we'll see. We will see. But thank you all for listening to this edition of the Jets Way podcast. We will be back next week on Tuesday with the one and only Joe Benengo. Don't miss it. Joe's being very positive right now. He's optimistic. Good for him. Good for him. He's, he's been through a lot with this franchise. And I'm trying my best to be optimistic as well. I know sometimes it, it can come across as negative. But all I did was simply say I wanted a guy on the damn practice squad to learn the offense. I don't think that's unreasonable. But we will see what happens catch everyone next week please leave us a five-star review follow slash subscribe wherever you get your podcast we appreciate it as always go Go Jets. jets go jets